Welcome, Welcome to Pisces Rising. Rising. I'm Ash. And I'm Heather. We want to talk about astrology with you. Go deep or go home. Hello, welcome back to Pisces Rising. Hi everyone, we are here with, I think a pretty interesting show, which we just thought of last minute. Um, I'll just get right into explaining it. We're going to talk about Libra energy, the purpose of it, how it reflects on the card it represents, which is the justice card in the tarot. And Libra energy micro and Libra energy macro. So if you want to make use of this, you would think of the planet and kind of add the energy of what we're saying to it. But also it's going to be useful in the sense that we're, you know, probably in Libra season when this comes out, you can notice the collective energies of it. Um, And even if you have nothing in your chart individually, you can really kind of see the energy of what happens when the sun is in Libra. Yeah, I think it can be useful to apply to the parts of your chart where you do have Libra, if you do. And if you know any Libras, you're going to really notice this energy, especially during Libra season, because I feel like it's going to be amplified in them as the sun conjuncts those placements in their charts. So very useful. I'm sure you know somebody close to you that has at least something in Libra. So this can be applied there. So we are in... A cardinal time of the year or going into a cardinal sign as we go into the equinox and you'll notice the air changes it becomes a little gustier like in Gemini season you can really feel the spring this is really gonna give us the fall feeling it's gonna bring amplified smells you know the extra kind of sugar in the apples when when the harvest is fresh as it's kind of coming down it's like getting it's like the last of the sweetness really Mm. you know the mix of summer ending going into fall and there's a lot of like invigorating energy that happens with libra yeah the beautiful colors on the trees that's super libran yeah yeah the physical energy that will come um and the noticing beauty i think is gonna be amplified And even if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, I know we have some listeners in Australia, you're going to be going into the spring season and the same could be applied. There's all these beautiful scents wafting as the flowers start to bloom again, as sprouts come out of the ground, the rain comes down, all of that. So I think that it can be um, applied to that as well. There's a lot of socializing that's going to happen, kind of getting into routines, gatherings, like um, routines, sorry, traditions, not routines, but more like the pumpkin ride or the things that, the hay ride, that's what it is, right? And the apple picking. (laughs) Yeah. So all of these things begin to like really build up things that you can do while you're talking to people. It's like social rituals and gatherings are really amped up and There also is like a buzz in the air that maybe feels a little uh, caffeinated, like the physical energy that we're talking about. Libras have this buzz to them because Mm. they think so much that they're almost bouncy. They're constantly contemplating things and looking at both sides. This is one of the many reasons that Libras have a hard time making decisions is because 
when they look at something, when their senses are triggered, they go into a deep thinking. So this is prep time. It's prep time to go into that deeper thinking. After wide open, don't give a folk vulnerable summer, it goes into this energy of like, let's start contemplating. Let's start really thinking about what's going on. And this is so consuming. Um, and sometimes it puts people off balance that it creates this like, frequency in the body that's almost fidgety or repetitive um there's like a a cyclical kind of nature like if you'll notice I've noticed this maybe nobody else has noticed it but I think it's for me it's like an obvious thing where uh, air signs particularly Libras and Gemini will talk through the same problem over and over again and talk themselves into a solution yeah you know they'll they'll like vocalize the drama of what they're going through oh he did this oh she said this oh this is happening at my job and like kind of excuse after excuse or momentum of, of momentum in the cycle until you ask them the right question it can break it yeah, exactly. I Libras kind of ponder. They they're ponderers, whereas Gemini is more like kind of flitting from one subject to the other. Libra's going to ponder for a while. They're going to kind of get they're going to tell you all the details. Libras are very detail oriented, and yeah, like let's say there is a problem at their job, you're going to hear all about the people there, what they said, what they did, what the energy is like. And yeah, it's almost like they're waiting for you to solve the problem for them or to help bring that perspective in because they are so balanced that it's hard for them, like you said, to make a choice because they can see everyone's side of of the story. They can see what everyone else might be feeling and they don't want to make things go off balance. They're constantly walking that tightrope and they're trying to not send the energy too much in one direction because that's going to make them fall off the tightrope. It's going to make other people fall off the tightrope. They're really concerned with that. They don't want to ruffle too many feathers because they really like the feeling of balance and keeping the group's energy in the certain alignment. That's a really good analogy about the tightrope because they do have that like leftover Virgo energy, but also hate confrontation and conflict yeah virgos don't as much they're not yeah. afraid of it virgos will like vocalize it and they'll want to solve a problem where libras kind of want to run away from the problem but they still want that harmony that you're talking about yeah that harmony is found on that balancing act that they do on the tightrope yeah and the it's biggest a- issue is that sometimes by avoiding the problem they actually add to the problem because the confrontation is maybe what could end it and so by like pulling away they can sometimes create more of an imbalance so that's like one of the bigger lessons that libras have to kind of go through yeah and in libra season that energy is also a little bit collective which is why so much is happening like you feel the buzz you think about your decisions more you may be a little bit um less impulsive actually to make a decision when the sun's in Libra, you know, the sun's about thinking, Libra's about thinking, this is casting a light that makes us a little more thinky than feely collectively. Not that we're not going to be emotional during this time, but I don't necessarily know that that's going to be the go-to. I think you're right. Yeah, it's, so Libra is ruled by Venus. So, I mean, they do come at things from their heart. They come at it from a place of how does this make me feel rather than 
thinking about it. So they are ponderers, but they're ponderers more of feeling than of facts. But the feeling that they're after, I think, is really harmony. Mm -hmm. So that might mess with their actual desire of taking a physical action. Yeah. You know, there's not, there's almost, I find that Libra energy, even more so than Pisces, actually has, it's like they're unplugged from their willpower. Wow. Okay. Do do you know what I mean by that? I think so. Can you elaborate? That they are just like, like, say if a Libra is an addict, you know, instead of focusing like, I'm going to get off this, I'm going to kick this. It's like always up in the air. Oh, take it day by day. I hope I can do it, but I don't know for sure that I can. Mm. You know, there's this like energy around what they're doing that they're always unsure and they never necessarily, at least I would say averagely. I've seen some Libras, higher side Libras, a few in my life that actually are so good at boundaries and so good verbally. But most of the Libras I know, because of what you're saying of living from the heart, creating that heart energy, not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings, in turn, end up hurting people's feelings all the time, actually, because of the lack of communication and them talking themselves into a circle about what somebody else may think of them if they take this action. That is so true. They... That's one thing that Libras and Leos have in common, actually, is they're constantly trying to view a situation from another person's eyes. Because Leos do that, too. But it's more about how is this going to make me look, whereas Libras are like, well, how is it going to make them feel? How is it going to make me feel? And it's more about that, whereas Leos are more concerned with, like, how will I look if I do this? What will they think of me in terms of, like will they still adore me? You know, like that type of thing. Yeah. It's more like egocentric with the Leo, with the Libra. It's more like a sensitivity on both sides. Like they're thinking of the other person's sensitivity, not wanting to hurt them. In turn, they might be hurting them, but they're thinking of their own sensitivity too, how they will feel if a person responds this way. Yeah. There's a lot of word projection that I think happens internally and visually for Libra and Libra energy that does not happen externally so there's even though you see a lot from a libra and there's such like generators that internal process where they get stuck and they can't make a decision i think makes them feel shame so they don't show it that makes a lot of sense interesting yeah and i think we've talked about this in other episodes but they are often or at least the the kind of like base level libras like libras without having you know any sort of self-awareness maybe they are typically only driven into action by other people making decisions for them it's like oh i'm going to i got offered two jobs i'm going to sit here and think about it for so long until one of them is not available anymore and then i'm going to have to take the other one you know like it's almost like that they have to wait until it's just decided for them or I'm going to sit here and stare at the cabinet until my husband comes over and is like, we're going to have this for dinner because I need to make a choice. And then they pine after they do mm-hmm. exactly what you just said. They pine for what they didn't do. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that balance. They almost wish they could do everything at once. There's a part of them that wants to experience it all at once. Or at least to... That's kind of Sagittarian in a way. Um because they're afraid of, like, if I choose the wrong thing, it's like a f- constant FOMO. 
You're right. And <laughs> it's interesting you were just saying they're Sagittarian and you just referred to them as Leos earlier because the Libra energy is the chameleons of the Zodiac. Yeah. And I think they do that air sign thing where they pretend and project and hold the mirror up for other people to get them to kind of react to try to understand themselves better. Yeah. So yes. Libras almost wear the mask of every other sign, but yeah. they don't necessarily feel as plugged into that sign because of the air. You know, like a water will retain the actual feeling, the actual emotion. But air, it's just like, I'm going to wear this mask. I'm going to change the, my style. You know, if you've noticed air signs go to changing their style when they have a big change, it will also physically um, change with what they're wearing. And it's like they wear a mask. It's like to me, I could see an air sign and then three weeks later, you know, especially Libra, and three weeks later, they'll be like, oh, hi, Heather. And they'll be unrecognizable to me. I'll be like, you look kind of familiar. Who are you? You look familiar. You sound familiar, but I can't quite get it. And there's this real chameleon energy that's very Libraic. Like, I need to, like, think this through. They're, they're actors, really, but they're acting by what they see around them. And that's mm. how they absorb their environment. Yeah. Um, and Libras are one of the signs that are great copycat, uh, copycats, ventrilo- no, uh, impressionists, impressions yes. of voices. Yeah, they can do that. And that's so true. I have noticed a lot of Libras that, you know, if they get a new boyfriend or girlfriend, they suddenly start taking on aspects of like the way that that person dresses or like the music they like or whatever, like basing the personality around it to some extent. Yeah, absolutely. Which isn't necessarily bad. I mean, it's good to like, you know, be open to new things. It's just something that they do. It's not like a judgment either way. It's their way of connecting. Yeah, exactly. And feeling because they are one of the signs that will try anything if led by somebody else. They're not going to judge. Another big thing, Libra energy is very unjudgmental. Yeah. In an ideal situation and even the average Libra, because there's so much in their minds, they're... They're judging themselves, really, is what's happening. Yeah, they're more judge, self-judgmental for sure. And, yeah, there's almost a part... I mean, a lot of Libras have a hard time being alone because then they aren't really sure of who they are. They they become self-aware through their relationships with other people. Bouncing the energy off of others is what balances it out and allows them to understand themselves. Yeah. It's really hard when they're alone. They don't do well. And they're the only sign, I think, that could actually grow from relationship while they're in it and feel from a codependent place and become more independent through mm. relationship than already being a person that like needs to heal and diving into a relationship. That's going to be a distraction. But for a Libra energy, they're going to thrive off that. Yeah, absolutely. Because of how they figure out who they are. Yeah. Let's talk about the Justice card for a little while. Okay, great. I'm specifically going to bring up the Justice card from the Rider Waite, which is Lady Justice with the sword in one hand and the scales in the other hand. So this would be right side up. I think it's Libra at its best. Um, The sword literally cuts out the bullshit and the detail because it's all about getting to the point. So say if you're, you're doing something like when you're in the courtroom, the justice card is all about sticking to the point sticking to the facts and cutting out details that don't actually matter to 
get to the point of what needs to be done. Um, so the sword like cuts out the detail. If you were starting a business, uh, it wouldn't be about gossiping. It would be about getting the logistics happening so you can start your business. The sword cuts out the gossip and the scales are kind of balancing of like, how do we keep this collaborative effort working? How do we keep the energy going? So one thing that I really get out of the justice card is it's not about being nice or mean. It's about getting something done that serves people. And that's really about being great. That's about like greater humanity. And that's another Libraic thing is it can be all air signs, but Libras and Aquarius with this one, I think more so than Gemini is like, how do we bring the people together to heal? What is best for humanity? So Libras, I think, are torn between this energy of like, intimacy and should I feel this way and then humanity and then the bigger scale of things mm. so again bouncing back and forth um, between the the big and the small you know I, I would say actually as a whole throughout astrology Libra is a great example of micro macro because they're constantly doing it well what's wrong with me well what's wrong with the greater world and what can I see in myself from that and how can I make it right and how can they make it right so they're never really just thinking about themselves. They're always thinking about themselves in connection to something. And in that connection to something, it's about what is the greater good for all of humanity. And justice card right side up really shows that. Mm, absolutely. So when it's inverted, do you take that to mean like a lack of balance? Poor decision making, lack of balance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would almost be... And when you said something about gossip, the sword cutting through, like, I... Libra at its lowest is super gossipy. Yeah. Um, and it's mostly because it's... I feel like Libras at heart, they don't necessarily want to slander people. They don't want to do that because they can feel the side of it. But there's also this inclination to want to earn, like, trust of people that they're with and to kind of mirror them so if other people that they're with are gossiping if it's that lower level libra energy they are probably going to reciprocate yeah if that's the way to connect yeah. you know absolutely and then when they're talking to you to their face that's not going to happen so there right. is that energy um what do you feel of the justice card as a whole right side up upside down what do you get from it to me the justice card indicates balance but it's not like the balance of sitting there in it in 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 action you know it's not just like sitting there like I don't know what to do I'm gonna just stay inactive so everything's balanced it's like taking right action it's um doing what's right for the situation as a whole that's how I usually read it when I so see coll- it. So you also read it as collective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not just about the person involved, although that's part of it. And then when it's inverted, I would take that to mean um, either inaction or imbalance in some manner and um, injustice. I mean, it's kind of literal, but I, I would sometimes... I don't know if you ever get this when somebody's going through legal stuff. All the time. Yeah. 100%. I get it. I can flip over the cards and be like, oh, are you in a lawsuit? You know, it's divorce if it's the three of swords and justice. Oh, yeah. And then, like, if a lawsuit might be, 
especially a custody battle lawsuit shit, that's like the tower card, the devil card. Yeah. You know, and then justice. And yeah. justice will be like upside down, right side up. You could also tell, you know, I could also see win or lose or like what to warn yeah. people of. Yeah, that's another thing. Libra rules over the court system, the ju- the judicial system. And I think that some, I mean, I obviously not all, but some Libras are likely lawyers. There's definitely an energy of being able to defend both sides and to... My lawyer's a Libra. Really? And I haven't... I've used him in the sense of having a business, but I've also recommended him to people with business trouble. Luckily, I never got into that trouble. And I've literally recommended him to a few people who have used him. And then I've seen him being used um, in a situation that we had to use him for with my partner who had a little bit of a business battle. And in watching that scene go down, the end of it, to like the mediation, he was so diplomatic and nice to the other side, but in a way of not backing down. Mm. Compared to the other lawyer, who I think was an Aries, and was just like, I'm going to fucking rip you a new asshole. (laughs) You know? And my lawyer was just like, all right, that's nice, but we have to get to the point here. And yeah. that, was the, that was one of the times I've seen the higher Libras. I've actually had a business coach that I would say is a higher Libra and a couple ones that I know that are just so, they're diplomatic, but they're also no bullshit, no nonsense, right to the point, exactly yeah. like the justice card. The justice card, I think, is one of the cards that really matches the macro energy of the sign Mm. and the micro too but the justice in concept yes it's individual but it also does affect the world justice is something we collectively feel and it's one of those cards that actually helped me like the sign better and that I've grown to understand more in my tarot readings through astrology this is one of the things that I kind of want to talk about more or Ashley and I were maybe talking about more in our podcast it's like the cards are a direct reflection the symbolism is a direct reflection i mean the scales in the card are a direct reflection of the astrology you know Mm -hmm. the astrology came first and then the cards are a great artistic expression of that and eventually they bounce off each other so you cannot know once you know so much about astrology the cards will be easy to figure out and i've actually learned I would. I started with astrology, and then the cards were super easy to me. And I think that some of that is because of astrology. Because when yeah. I lay them out, all I see is like the energies of the planets and the yeah archetypes of Ex- the people in the cards. That's what they represent for sure. Yeah, that higher side of Libra, it's like noble. It it gets to the point, like you said, it's not really. It keeps people on track. I like the analogy of your lawyer keeping everyone in the meeting on, like, on point and following, you know, toward a resolution rather than just kind of, I don't know, yelling at each other or, like, airing grievances. I feel like yeah. that's the higher energy of Libra. It's very mediate. Like, they, they're able to mediate so well because they can keep things on track, but they work toward that harmony. And so when it is that higher expression of Libra, they're the best person to have in your corner in terms of like helping to mend relationships or helping you to work through situations. They would make probably great like couples therapists too. Yeah, that's a good point because they are always about, that's the balance. It's like, well, where's the middle? How can you find your middle? How can you find your middle? And how could that work together? Because... 
Libras, oh my God, I'm getting all this information. So Libras do have a sense of extreme where they're like, okay, I'm just going to like fuck the bad boy um, until I feel so bad and I'm going to love him so much. And then it's like, oh my God, I'm going to go for somebody super religious and like buttoned up tight right now and like hope that that person loves me back because that person's available and this person's not, but I'm going to like love the unavailable. This is just stuff that I'm like pulling out that I have seen. Um, but whatever extreme way it can go, like, oh, I'm going to like go down this drug binge. Oh, I'm going to be sober and vegan and eat really clean. So they're always like going back and forth between these two extremes in which they actually kind of miss the middle in in search of the middle. And, and to find the middle, they have to go, they have to do this extreme process. Mm, yeah. So I think once you, you kind of have to do that a little bit to find the middle or have to see it and witness it to find that, that midline or that energy of like, all right, like what's healthy and not toxic and what makes me feel good. So there is a little bit, I think, of disconnection from emotion, which is why they throw themselves into extreme situations. And then when they don't feel that connection in the emotion, they jump to the other extreme of like a non-emotional place. And that's why when they end up like lawyers or judges, they've gone through such shit that they can stick to the focus. They can stick to the energy because Mm. they know what all the other things feel like and how far away they are from the truth. So they almost have to go through those extremes to find the middle. I I think so. I've never known a Libra that has not been through the extremes in general. And I've, and I know a few at this point, really like powerful Libras. Oh yeah. And of all signs, this is the case, but with Libras, you know, a Virgo is not going to jump into extreme to figure it out, but they're also not going to talk to you about something they don't know about. Right. They might analyze it, but if they haven't even experienced it, they're, they're going to be very clear about that. Yeah where Libras actually kind of explore themselves by jumping into the experience of what could be emotional. That makes a lot of sense. They'll move from, yeah, it's more like in the people they surround themselves with rather than like, or like the lifestyles they kind of absorb into them. Like they, that's how they experience those extremes. Very interesting. Do you think that Libras have a lot of friends that are very eclectic? I would say so. I think they can get along with most anyone. I was thinking about that earlier while yeah. we were talking and I kind of lost the train of thought. But yeah, I think that they, because they're non-judgmental and just because they are, you know, they have that natural like good host or hostess energy. Like they're going to naturally like sense other people's discomfort. They're going to like, if they notice that somebody's getting talked over in the group, they're going to like check in with them and talk to them. They're really good at that. They're really good at making sure everyone is sort of tended to and taken care of yeah they're butterflies when they're hosting Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that they do have an eclectic group of friends and i think they can get along with a lot of different types of people but it might be hard especially if they're surrounding themselves with those extremes to unite the extremes into one room. So like, let's say with that example you used, there was the Libra that was dating the like bad boy and then dating like the religious buttoned up type, like to have both of those groups of people in one room would probably make them implode. Yes. Yeah. Cause they wouldn't know which to be. 
Which should, well, in the lower levels of Libra, anyway. I remember that me and you had this conversation at the shop where I think one of your, I don't know if it was a friend or a client, but they met somebody that was also a customer at the shop that was a Libra. And you were a little bit concerned. You were like, it's only been two days and they're like, going to marry this person. I'm like, oh, I know that person they're a Libra, they're going to do it for a little while and like disappear. And you're like, yeah, I wondered that. You thought the same thing when they were a Libra and that's exactly what happened. And it like devastated the person. They will like disappear and not, you know, just kind of totally disconnect. I think they could go invisible. Air signs are the most likely to ghost people for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In order to avoid, I think with the Libra, it's also in order to avoid actually breaking up or being like, oh, I'm not interested. I thought I was. And when I was, I made you feel like the best person in the world. Yeah, Libras might act purposely like avoidant so that you'll break up with them if they want the relationship to end. Oh, yeah. God. We might want to wrap up. Yeah. All right. Well... Hope you all have a magical Libra season. I think it's really interesting energy. And it was also cool, Heather, because I know Libra is a quincunx to your sign. So did that help you to like understand it better, you think? Yeah, I think so. I really like the stuff that you had to say about it because I definitely hadn't thought about it in that way. So one thing I like I was kind of seeing is like what I've taken personally and I think that's a very Libra thing like yeah oh or what I've looked at like I'm good at seeing the good or the bad but when you were talking about some certain things like I maybe perceived them as different or like a neglectful thing and I'm like oh no that's not bad that's that yeah and that was like pretty interesting and insightful um and also I felt like I, I've been getting more respect for their process in general, but after this one, I feel like I have a lot more respect for their process. Yeah. Because sometimes when you don't have the same process as somebody else, it frustrates you. But I think with the Pisces energy, I can be like, okay, it's frustrating, but it doesn't need to frustrate me. Right. It's just their process. It's not a reflection on you yeah. necessarily. All right. Well, send us in suggestions you might have, anything you want us to talk about. We're happy to listen and most likely take them. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening to Pisces Rising. You can find us on Instagram at Pisces Rising Podcast. Email us, PiscesRisingPodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Have a magical day.